Hey yo, what's up, what's up? It's Lord Math, I'm here again. I told y'all I'ma come back. See, I listened to my last podcast and I realized, or not realized, but I remembered why I was made privy to the fact that I said I'ma bring y'all some information about the Great Depression and how it was caused, right? So I'ma say about that real quick that I'm not gonna tell y'all about that because I didn't do any research on that. I did do research on the general facts of the Great Depression. It wasn't any extensive research, but I did find some facts that I found the things that I feel matter. But I trailed off to, um, it was something, something the dude said. He was like, what led us to this mess of the, the Great Depression was basically Andrew, ja- sorry, Andrew Jackson's distrust of central banking. So that made me trail off from the Great Depression and look up Andrew Jackson because I did remember in something I was looking up before, like probably a year ago or so, a lot of Andrew Jackson shit came up because, you know, I was looking up Illuminati shit. So, you know, I looked up Andrew Jackson, so I wanted to tell y'all about this. I'm going to hit y'all with the other episode. Um, This one is going to be about the Great Depression and you know, the the, the the real side or how you would say um, the official story, the certified story, you know, then we going to hit you with the video, I mean the podcast of uh, the underground story, you know, but I got to hit you with just these two um, quotes that Andrew Jackson said, and I'm going to hit y'all with an Andrew Jackson video too, podcast, I always say video, but I'm going to hit y'all with one of those because he um every every quote that I read in that short period of time just now it was like it was all real shit, you know. So this first quote, you know, I I broke it down, but it's basically saying money should be tied to precious metals, and something non-perishable. If I read it right, go ahead and go read the shit for yourself. Just look up Andrew Jackson quotes and read all them shits. So it looks like he's saying money should be tied to something that's non-perishable that can't fade away, you know, because. If it isn't, then it's not stable, basically. And um, then he says the effort of the central bank, sorry, the effort the central bank made to control the government are premonitions of the fate of America if it falls for the institution or anything like it. So it was more said, but I I broke it down a little bit. Um, With those two quotes, it's like, it's crazy shit because... We all know that we don't have any gold anymore. Like, well, I mean, we don't know that, but that's the belief between the citizens is that we don't have any gold. I mean, not even because I seen the um, I seen this one video where this nigga was in the um, he was in court and they was asking him like Congress was questioning the nigga, I believe, and um, he was like, we don't have any gold. He was from the Federal Reserve, so I don't know what the fuck they did with the gold. You know, I have no idea what happened to it. And we don't get any answers. So why the American public need to start asking some questions. For real. Start putting pressure on these niggas. But we don't have the answers. And we already know that because of what they said that we don't have any gold. So Andrew Jackson was big on tying things to something. You know? And then he talks about the effort of the central bank to control the government. That's where we are now. The Federal Reserve is the central bank. It's one bank. When you go to um when you go to to how you say any what I'm trying to make this shit complicated. When you go to any bank, you see the plaque that says that it's insured by I think it's the F D H H C or some shit like that. 
Um, that's Federal Reserve shit. It's insured by the Federal Reserve who gives out all credit for the country. You know? The country has a... Think about this. The country has a certain amount of money. We don't print our own money. Every year, the Federal Reserve has to lend a certain amount of money to us based on budget. And the trick is that, you know, it's kind of no way to really pay this shit back because... Every every the way credit works, even in, within the government and the Federal Reserve, the way credit works is that they give us money, but we have to pay back a certain amount. But how can we pay that back if we only were given, like we got to pay back 1.1 million to break it down, but we were only given 1 million to circulate through the country. So how are we going to pay back 1.1 million? You know, it's it's a it's a it's a weird situation. But when you go in there, it's like to the banks. The places is insured basically by the Federal Reserve. So once you um, cause you know all the money comes from there, and um, you know it's it's really based on nothing because we don't have any gold. So since it's not tied to anything, they can basically keep creating it. Because if there was a gold standard, that would mean that's a real term. Like look that shit up. If there was a gold standard, then that would mean we have fifteen bars of gold. Uh. I'm trying to make this shit easy for myself. <laughs> I'm a lazy nigga, yo. We got 20 balls of gold, right? And uh, uh, fucking uh, every bar is worth $10. Or $10 is worth one ball of gold. Then you would only be able to print out, uh, how you say, 200 bars, you know? Uh, it's 200 bars. Sorry, you would only be able to print out $200. And circulate that through the country. But since we don't have that, they could basically say, hey, this is how much we need to run the country. And um, this is what we're going to do. Instead of, you know, getting shit up and acquiring gold, that's why it would be good. And that's what um, Gaddafi was trying to do where you get everybody running off a gold standard. And, you know, if America fucked that shit up for themselves, then that's what it is. But you need something tied to make it real or it's going to lose control because there's nothing backing it. So... Uh, a thought that I had when I was thinking about this Andrew Jackson shit was just um, when you, you go to the bank, all this shit is about credit, you know? Like I just said, the Federal Reserve, you know, they credit us this shit. Basically, we got to pay it back. Um, so when we get credit into the situation, you start to realize um, if you look up what's going on in the banks, they're using your money, you know? That's why... It gains some kind of, um, what you say, not tax. Fuck, I wish I knew the words off the back so I don't sound like a, a slow nigga. But, um, oh, interest. It gains interest. It doesn't gain a lot of interest. Like me, when I had a check, I had got a check for this um, extra role I had in um, the Taking the Pelham 123. So it was a real small check, so I had a real small role. Like it was just a, it was just a, a, a general filming scene, whatever. So the check was like 60 something but by the time I was able to cash it it had made it to like $70. No 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 it had made it to like almost 70. Like if it was 65 it made it to like 68. So it gained like $2 over maybe like 4 or 5 years or some shit like that, you know? So that was just that. Um and it, it gains because they're using it. It's a reason why you put your money in the bank. And that brings it all back to credit you give your money to the bank and now they're in debt to you 
whatever you put in there. And that's why you go to the bank and you get your receipt, right? You get your receipt and that's really what they owe you on that. Your available balance is what they owe you. And then they have their fees to where they take out shit from what they owe you. So that's why your number keeps dropping, you know, of your own money. You ain't spending it, but you you paying them to put it. You paying them to let them use your money, basically. And, you know, it's also for security. It's a give and take situation, but it's all based on credit. So what you have to think about in the end is that uh, if this shit all fucks up, which I'm going to get into with the next segment because I'm going to break this up. If this shit all fucks up, then they owe you money. And it's a situation. There is a situation where you might not be able to get that back. You know? You just might not be able to get it. It's theirs. You know, you get your receipt. This is how much we owe you. Um, You know, you try to take it out. No funds. You know? And that's when riots start. So, Andrew Jackson was on some real shit, and he didn't trust the central bank. So, I'm going to have to hit y'all with another podcast on that, because that's just something real. Um, This is the first segment. We call this shit Andrew Jackson. Next part coming up. Alright, what's up, what's up, what's up? Slower, mad, piece of the black moon. Forgot to say that shit before. I'm back with the with the Great Depression side, because I did get a little, not a little bit, I got a lot sidetracked with that. Um... What's this nigga name? I forgot his name. See, I got sidetracked with that Andrew Jackson shit. It ended up being around 10 minutes. Um, I was going to just put it all in one, but I figured let me separate it. It's going to be in one podcast, but I separated it by segment this time. First time trying to be on some real shit. So um, keep in mind also, I'm still going to hit y'all with that underground facts. This is the real story. So do my research. I don't know. You know, just, you know, I do video research because um, books take too long. Niggas be saying uh, you got to read books to get the real information. But if you understand how the brain works, you know, I understand you could say to me that you could be lied too easier through a video. But honestly, um, you remember the information easier when you when you see it, you know. When you read it, yeah, it sticks because it's words. But you have to read it over and over. That's what niggas don't know. Like, talking about the Bible. Why you think Israelite niggas and, and the pastor and all that, they don't read the Bible once. They read the Bible over and over because you're not going to get the correct message to everything. You're not going to understand everything on one reading. With a visual shit, you can understand everything in the first reading. Or first seeing. Shut up. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to stop shutting y'all up. <laughs> but anyway... You know, you can remember that. So I believe it might be easier to gain information through visuals, you know. You just got to make sure what my process is, is looking around for something like a narrative and then looking for the opposite of that narrative. Because then you're able to get both sides and decide which information is accurate and what's inaccurate and what makes sense. And, you know, you get to get a full view on it, even though. You wasn't there. Like, either way, when you're watching a video or reading a book, you're not there. So it's always a second-hand account or third-hand account, you know? But, so I started to look up the Great Depression. And um, some things that I found was that around the 1920s, uh, 
you know they had the technological advances of course i'll talk about that in another podcast with all this advancement of technology but that basically led to people having more money of course you know when we make things when there's a new product um a major product you know like let's say not an iphone an iphone is just an updated phone that's nothing new you know we talking about niggas had ice boxes you ever seen the honeymooners and the wife was always complaining she wanted to get a refrigerator that was real shit niggas had ice boxes where uh, a delivery man had to come and bring big ass cubes of ice and put it in what's basically a refrigerator but it doesn't run on anything it's just it it keeps the cold in you know and that's what you put your food in so when the refrigerator was made, that's a, a technological advancement that everybody's gonna want because it's 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 an advancement in life. It's not an advancement in 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 recreation, you know? That's the difference. So with these type of advancements you're gonna need a lot because everybody's gonna try to get it. Of course. So you had that coupled with the fact that credit was new. Of course, what I was saying about the Federal Reserve in the last um, segment, you know, they are credit, basically. They are everything about credit in our system is the Federal Reserve. So around that same time, the credit system was created. And now you got the credit system created and new things coming out like like refrigerators and I'm sure shit like washers was coming out and things like that. Like all of that household mechanic shit that niggas never had. You had to do everything by hand. All of that is becoming new to the point where everyday people can get it. You know, if you got a job, you could probably get it. Because if you got a job, we could probably get you some credit. Unless there's some racist shit going on. You got to keep that in mind, too. So, you know, that caused a lot of people to create things. It's a lot of products being made. Um, because of the jobs, it's a lot of people making money. And it's also, um, uh, how you say... Uh, you know, consumers buying things. So, you know, that's the cycle of it. People make things because they're making things. People are making more money because they're making more money. They're buying more things. You know, it's a big-ass cycle, like I said before. The introduction of credit fueled even more people to buy, as I said, and they are no longer worried about paying up front. That's just what I, I wrote. You know, I'm trying to keep it on track if I can. But so that was about the basically technological advancements as well as the credit system, but all of this shit is credit. Keep that in mind. So then there was effect. There was an effect around the agriculture. Oh, sorry. Let me go back. You know, take that shit back a little bit. Just for a little context, these are supposed to be things that led to the Great Depression, other than the stock market crashing. You know, supposedly the stock market crashing was an effect of the greater picture of what was going on in the country. And of course, I believe that. And what I you know what I was saying before, I reiterate, it was a different podcast, but it was basically that the credit system, it destroys everything because it's not based on anything and niggas get caught up in trying to pay it back. Like I was flustered, but this comes back to it and I didn't know it was going to come back to it. And that's the crazy part. I got to make sure my phone charged. I don't want y'all to hear that bleep. Um, so... All of this is what leads to it, you know, the little bit of information I found. And, you know, I'll come with more shit in my next video because it'll be a little bit more prepared after doing this. So now on to the agriculture. 
I was finding that it was saying farmers were expanded upon during World War One, and um, you know, when you expand upon the farm and you got technological advances, that mean that people have the need now to basically create more and more food, and you got more space to cover. So now, instead of trying to do this shit by hand, you trying to do it with some type of mechanism. And now these things are so expensive that you couldn't imagine paying for it with your own money. So what do you do? You go back to the credit system, the newly credit system that you know nothing about. They didn't tell you anything real. They just told you how much you kind of got to pay back. But it's something new. You can't really understand it in its infancy. You know, I don't even know. It's probably nobody to blame for that. It's, you know, the niggas could have did it better, but whatever. So they starting to buy things like tractors and, and shit like that. Or for credit, you know, and that's fine because World War One, you know, there's still a lot of shit going on. Maybe after that, um, so you might still have the need for that. But slowly, as things are starting to die down, now you have food being overproduced. You know, the war has died down. You don't have a need for so much food, so now we have too much. So now you know, with the system we have. You got too much food, the prices are going to go down. So now that the prices are down, the farmer is getting paid less. The farmers in, you know, the farmer in general is getting paid less than he was during World War II. But like I said in the last video, the last podcast, um, he still has to kind of maintain the same farm. He has to maintain the same farm, but firing this this farm hand and firing that farm hand. And now on top of that, he got. Um, a credit, you know, he got a credit bill out on this tractor, which then, if the shit gets too out of hand, now they could come take shit from him, you know? They could come take the tractor. If they if the bill gets too high, because it does build up, you know, that's the crazy part about it, building up. Who knows? Let's say if the farmer during World War II, he, um, he, he got expanded upon because, and you know, it would have been some mandated shit. This is why it's a crazy cycle, because we need food for the soldiers. You're a farmer. You know how to do this. You must expand, and we're going to give you this much. And you're thinking at the time, all right, well, this is good for myself. But then when shit died down, like I said, you got to maintain. You got this tractor, right? You got two, whatever. Now you you only one person working there because you don't fire everybody, but you got two tractors. So now you got bills out on both of them. They're not going to come get it immediately. They're going to wait till it build up. So now you done got both the tractors taken. And maybe your house is is um is talking about being foreclosed on or whatever they would they probably just would have took your shit back then, you know, because of the bill. The outstanding bill is more than the tractor's cost. So that leads to everything being fucked up. If the food is fucked up, everything is fucked up. Then these niggas talking about nineteen twenty five, car production and the residential construction slowed down. So we already know car production is a big it was a big like money maker in the economy, and when you build the houses, that's a big money maker because you build them, people live in them, and the money keeps generating in that way. Especially in the time where people are trying to buy homes and not just trying to pay rent, you know, day by day. So, if that slows down, then now you got the agriculture side is fucked up, where the farmers can't even do their job no more. So, um, you know, that'll lead to niggas starving in the end, 
you know, you got too much, it becomes too cheap. The farmers aren't paid enough. Now they got to choose between, you know, kind of not eating and just producing their shit and, um, you know, living in the farm because <laughs> hopefully they paid off their house and shit. You know, but it's a lot of consequences. And then you got now, aside from the ad- agriculture, now the technological productions are slowing down. Why? Because niggas had so much um, prosperity. Like I said before, it all comes back. Niggas get times of arrogance and pride, and then we do so much that it leads us right back into destruction. And we don't think about it in the time in between that this is our fault, you know? We think about it decades after, and then we do it again right after that. So we we, we be like, it's different this time, and shit like that. (laughs) But... Um, cause that's the housing bubble and I'll get into that in another podcast too. I'm going to review this and really talk about all this shit. So they saying by 1925, the car production slowed down. So now you got the technological side slowing and then the residential construction slows down. So now you got the housing slowing. So that's literally every aspect of the country. So now if that's all gone, then that means all business is gone. So what's the next move? The stock market. How can the stock market succeed when the stock market is based off of belief in business and all the businesses are failing? And then, um, uh, that's 1925, right? So, you know, everything is closing. So now niggas is losing faith. Um, I put, I think I put somewhere where the stock market closed. I want to get that information for you if I got it. I don't think I got it, damn, that's fucked up. But, um, sorry about that, but, um, this is saying, also I wrote down that, um, the bank started closing around 1930, so if you got, you know, everybody, everybody's losing their money, so now they, they don't, they don't have any money on hand, they don't have any reason to put the money in the bank, I need that back, you know, I need that back right now, because I literally need to use it. And the way it's going, this shit probably might lose value sitting in the bank, literally. So they all take it back. And this is the part where the guy says, because of, you know, everything is caused by, how you say, Andrew Jackson's distrust of central banking. And I'm sure he was kind of like half joking about it, but it was just something interesting to me. So I had to look him up. But the Federal Reserve was created in 1913. And then, um, you know, so by that time, banks were still banks. Like, when anything is introduced, it's not going to take over immediately right away unless people literally force it, you know? So if banks is out here, it's it's everyday banks. Hey, I, I got a bank, you know? Hey, you got a bank? I got a bank on some shit like that. And the Federal Reserve is going to slowly creep into controlling everything. But at that time... You know, it's small banks not backed by anything in a credit-based system, basically. And um, a newly made credit-based system. And now they can't do anything when everybody asks to get their money back. Because their money is tied up in some credit shit, so they're trying to get that back from people. Meanwhile, everybody else is trying to get it back from the same person. So it's still the same system that we come into today where banks have to be bailed out. It's li- it literally has to happen because if it doesn't happen, then what we call the Great Depression will happen again because it has to. You know, if food 
If food is being overproduced, how long was we at war? Come on. We've been at war since the 80s. Fucking around with the Middle East. We have been actively at war since basically the end of the 80s and shit. And it's like, what you think all that, um, all that war shit, you think that shit don't make production? You think niggas don't need Humvees? You think the, um, the fucking, what you talking? The, um, the, um, what you call that, that big ass car? You know what I'm talking about. The, the H, the H2 and the H, the Hummer. The fucking Hummer. The Hummer came from, from the army car. That's an army car. <laughs> niggas was overproducing this shit to the point where it became something that niggas just wanted to drive. We was producing that. We was producing mad guns. We gotta produce mad packaged food. All of this stuff creates access. You can't just grow packaged food, nigga. You got to grow the real food and put it in the package. You know? So that leads to overproducing. Hey, now we got a lot of money, right? Around the time, the 90s was a good era. The 90s and the early 2000s, after, that shit was good all through that. Um, economically, we're not talking... You know, shit that was happening in society. We talking economically, the 90s through to the 2000s. And I believe the 80s too was pretty good um, leading into the end of it. All of that shit was prosperous. So niggas was making shit. Like I said, the cycle niggas is making shit. Leading to niggas making more money. Leading to niggas buying more things. You know what I mean? And in a credit-based system, talking about the houses, I'll give you a little taste real quick. In a credit-based system, now we have faith in the American people because they're making so much money that I'll give them a house. You pay me back in 30 years. That's a long time period. Now, when everything breaks down, and it's not going to break down immediately, it's going to take a little bit to where, hey, now we have no money, and then they introduce a system of, hey, you could borrow against your own house. You know what I mean? Take money. This is, your, this is what your house is worth. So you could borrow against that, and it just goes to what you owe to the house. You know, your 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 thing will be extended. Then it comes to a point where, oh shit, we overproduce the houses. We overproduce the houses because we were saying, hey, niggas can afford these shits, so let's make them. To the point where nobody was buying them because the money got fucked up. Through the same system of what happened in the Great Depression. And then what happened? Everybody's house was worth so much less than what it was before. That now if they would sell their house, they would still owe the people that they, they, they loaned the money from. They would still owe the money and just be homeless. Then it's a cycle of it takes it takes a while and then they just take your house. But um, <clears throat> I don't even think I need to talk on that. I don't think I need to talk on that, but I'm going to hit you with this, too. It's like, there's some shit David Kennedy said. I don't really know this nigga, but it was a quote that I like. He said, by 1929, commercial bankers were loaning more to stock and real estate than commercial ventures. <clears throat> I need to find a definition of a commercial venture. <laughs> um, you know, commercial shit. That's dealing with the public. I know that. So it's it's um you know it's talking about tangible things. Houses and stock isn't tangible things. You buying into a business. 
you know, more niggas is buying into business and buying into houses with money that's not theirs than they are buying actual businesses that produce something. That's what that means. Because if you don't produce anything, then you're not making profit. So if by 1929, look at the timeline. Look at the timeline of this shit. What are these niggas talking about? <laughs> the Federal Reserve is made 1913. This nigga tried to sit there and act like the Federal Reserve had no part in this. I'm glad I brought it to this point because I wrote a bunch of dates down. I could break this down easy. The Federal Reserve, no, let's take it back even further. The effort of the central bank made the control of government or premonitions of the fate of America if it falls for this institution or anything like it. I don't know what kind of central bank he had at that time or what was in the works, but I'm quite sure it was made by the same people, and that's Andrew Jackson. That's a president. So we skip forward to 1913. The Federal Reserve is made, right? Introducing a credit system that the American public knows nothing about, and it allows them to buy things by the 1920s that they really, you know, wouldn't buy on the normal because it would take up all their money. You know, niggas have more money than they had before, so they would technically be able to afford these things, right? But it'll take up all their money. So instead of doing that, they pay it off. You know, little by little, you pay it off. And um, that's by the 1920s. So then... By the 1920s also, <coughs> excuse me, oh, that's horrible. By the 1920s also, in the late stages, the farms is now overproducing food for a public that is no longer at war. So then, as I said, that starts dropping. So then we get to 1925-ish, where niggas don't really need to be buying cars no more because stuff is starting to fail. Why? Because the credit system was introduced. Everybody's using credit. I used credit to buy everything in my house. I used credit to buy everything to run my farm. And now the credit system is, is messing up because the money isn't there anymore. Because the production isn't going right. So now the car production slows. 1925, residential production slows. And then by 1930... Because of the credit system that was introduced, the banks start to close. And if everything is closed, the stock market can't run itself because it's based off of businesses. The businesses are closed. You don't have anything to put stock into, to put faith into. And that's what stock is, too. Stock, you, you put stock in something. You know, you've heard that term before. So stock is really just faith. The whole system is faith. Put your faith in something. This shit is not even real. It's, it's made real when you put your money into it, but the idea of it itself is just an idea. That's crazy. And all of that shit led to nobody working, everybody having a, a, a bill out on them. You know, companies can't collect on these bills because nobody have money. Food is no longer being produced, so everybody hungry, right? That's simple. That's how it goes. So, in the humble opinion of Lord Mav and the Black Moon, piece of the Black Moon, piece of the Black Moon, I believe that the Great Depression was caused by the Federal Reserve. <clears throat> now, leading into my next podcast, I'm I don't know if 
the Federal Reserve caused the Great Depression on purpose, or if it's some situation where their existence itself in our system made this happen, like it was just a happenstance that had to happen. I don't know which one it is, but I'm quite sure it's the first one. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to be researching next. This is going to be some extensive shit. Because it's going it's to basically encapsulate, I believe that's a real word, everything that I've said here. But on the side where it's coming really from the perspective of the Federal Reserve. Now that I sat here, because I didn't really read all this stuff um, before I started making this podcast. I just wrote it down and I went ahead and did it. So now that I'm looking at all this information and I got the timelines, I got the dates, it makes it clear that the Federal Reserve being introduced into the system. The Federal Reserve was made right before World War One. Fuck, I gotta write that down. Wow. I'm sorry about that, but sometimes I be blowing my own mind. The Federal Reserve was made the year before World War One popped off. So the Federal Reserve is keeping everything afloat through the entire war and thereafter. Now in a situation where people have been taking out credit through the entire war and money has been good. Because I was fucking up in my head. Excuse me. In my head I was like, well, if everything is good during the war, then you telling me right after the war shit got fucked up. Or like in the coming years after. And that's what it is. But the Federal Reserve was already there before the war. Right before the war. Now that's some interesting shit. Because that puts it in my mind. Everything. That's, that, that puts it in my mind already. That they this is a plan. So. Sorry. So. Just looking at the timeline, it's like this shit becomes evident that the Federal Reserve coming into play caused all of this shit. And I didn't know that before, so now I have a lead. I have a way to go with this shit. So I'm going to hit y'all with that. It's Lord Mav. Black Moon Pack. You know, I hope y'all niggas look this shit up for yourself. I hope y'all niggas listen. Shit is real. Peace. What's up, what's up? This is Lord Mav again. This is uh, a little edit. I had to reiterate the fact. I don't believe in this first, uh, the overground the official story. I don't know if I really summarized everything. And I had the thought where it, it's clear now where if you believe in the official story, the real problem was that, damn, you heard the beep. The real problem was that, you know, as I said, the federal government in a time of war um, during the war 1812, or, um, no, actually right before that, I guess they was going through problems, and they, um, they ended up shutting down the central government. Then they realized that they needed that. Um, they needed that money. They needed the central government to be able to fund war. So when time came for World War One, the federal government was around right before that, so it gave away for the American government to fund the war that they needed to go to. It gave them a way to fund the war. 
Now, when you're dealing with the government, this isn't checked fact. This is things that I just thought of, uh, just to summarize what I was saying. When you got the government dealing with things, you get government contracts, right? Now, if the government is getting their money from the Federal Reserve, then there's a set amount of money that they're giving out for wartime. Now, if I tell you, just to bring it back to before, as the farmer, I tell you, hey, we um we need we need food for the war, you know, come and we'll pay you this amount and such and such, and this is what it is, right? But that's during wartime. So after wartime, if, if it was working the same as it works now, back then, after wartime, that means that it was a bunch of people who was doing a lot of business through government contract type situations who now have to get by on regular uh, consumer profit type buy and sell situations. And that's what really led to the destruction of everything. On the official story, that's what really led to um, the Great Depression because the Federal Reserve, like, of course, the credit. But the Federal Reserve came in, and the point of that, the, the thought that brought that into existence was that if we ever go to war, you know, they set it up before to show you, but it didn't work because the war wasn't big enough. So then they made a bigger war. World War One, and then they made the Federal Reserve with the thought of if we ever go to war, we need an entity that's that will have the ability to actually fund that war, and then that's what the Federal Reserve did. It funded the war, we got through it, and then it was time to move on as regular after a whole country been dealing with funding a war. So that's the summarization of it. I just didn't wanna. Or summary, I won't be making up words out this bitch. But that's basically what it was. And um I don't know. It's a lot of crazy things that go into running the government and I always say that, so look up all this stuff for yourself. It's still black moon, still Lord Mav, I'm out. Peace.